Hey now. Hey now. I was just having some fun. I was uh, watching Celebrity Family Feud. Weezer versus, listen to this now, Weezer versus Fallout Boy. I never saw yeah, that Yeah, that's before. what I saw yeah, the day of the Emmys when I was looking for the red carpet. That was the Celebrity Family Feud I, I I never saw that before <laughs> where the rock bands were going up against each other. And, and uh, they don't know anything. Yeah. Well, Weezer, uh, I mean, I didn't see the end of it yet. I just started it. But uh, seeing Weezer go up against Fall Out Boy, I'm a big Weezer fan. So I I'm was a big excited. both of their fans, yeah. Yeah. But um, it was weird because it was Fall Out Boy. Plus Seth Green, the actor, for some reason. For like some it, reason, yeah. <laughs> it was funny. It was like, and then it was Weezer, and then there was a woman at the end playing with them on the Weezer side of things. Right. I was like, I didn't know there was a woman in that band. No, no, she's like some kind of studio engineer or something. It said underneath her name, and they then needed I was like, another person. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> called in a scrub. No, what I saw, I, I, you know, I did see like the final, you know, that final thing where they stand there and answer questions yeah and one of the questions was a month that starts with an a and i can't remember which band it was but the band member couldn't think of anything <laughs> yeah well hey maybe they're fried I said, are those guys high they're yeah. answering these questions in such weird ways they couldn't get to uh, august huh <laughs> april was the number one answer right capillaries Capularies was the number three answer. Capularies. <laughs> Capularies. Capularies. That's right. Yeah, I was thinking, oh, God, I wish, you know, back in, the, you know, when we were doing the news, I would have pulled that final thing because his answers were were pretty much matching with no one. <laughs> I'm confused. Well, I'll pull it anyway. Yeah, we'll, we'll play it. Hey, you know, um, yeah, I uh, when I woke up this morning about 4 a.m., that's right. Your pal was up early. Woke up around 4 a.m. and I saw that uh, Jackie Stallone, the mother of Sylvester and Frank Stallone, died. She was 90, I want to say 98. Wow. I am not. I don't have an obituary in front of me, but you know what? It, it happened, I guess, uh, I didn't have much time to prepare an obituary. Yeah, she was 98. I just got confirmation on that. But I bring up the name Jackie Stallone because... That's a name that I've forgotten as one of the best guests of all time. Jackie Stallone is a woman or was a woman that was so opinionated. The mother of Sylvester Stallone. She so was a wild character. Open, yes. Open. She was, she was open about it. She That's right, Robin. She was a wild character. She was married three times. One time it was very famous on our show, or infamous. She was on the show and her... Ex-husband, her first, the the father of Frank and Sylvester called in, just interrupted and called in, and he was fantastic. <laughs> he was yelling he at was her. He was good too. <laughs> he was the, the two of them, and you know she was like a kind of a peripheral show business character in the beginning. I think she was a rockhead, very beautiful woman. In fact, she worked out in a gym up until almost the end of her life. And Jackie really had a fantastic physique for someone her age. She really cared. And I saw even tape of her in the gym. She was doing things for a 98-year-old or in her 90s. Amazing. She was holding, you know, when you do a squat, she uh -huh. had two 45-pound plates on a, um, on a uh, bar. Uh, you know, she didn't squat down, but she held them, and, and uh, she, she had them on her back, which 
when you're in your 90s, if you can do that, you're way ahead of the game. And she was a character. She was the first woman to ever have a TV exercise show. She had a life and a career. But, of course, her big claim to fame was Sylvester Stallone. And she was quite proud of Sylvester and Frank. And Sylvester, you know, she'd go around, Sylvester Stallone's mom, and and she, uh, you know, and was remember, proud of her boys. And remember, did she, like, read tarot or predict the future, she, astrology, something She like was that? very into astrology, and she studied it for 15 years. Who was she studying it with? I don't know, you know. I don't know who, <laughs> yeah. who it was. But who's that teacher? <laughs> she's Yeah, who's that teacher? She studied this uh, astrology, and she came in one time and she said, not only am I an, uh, an astrologer, but she had coined the term rumpology. And she would <laughs> touch your ass and do a palm reading of your ass, which uh, I was like, you know, listen, astrology is all horseshit. But if so you can do why not, <laughs> you know, why not? Yeah. So, so she had some kind of vibe she'd get from your asshole that, uh, you know, if she stuck her fingers uh, uh, on your ass. She got a, a strong vibe, uh, you know, that was her shtick, but she was a character. I loved her. I think for many years, Sylvester Stallone stayed away from our show because when his mother would come on it, he, it drove him insane. She was so, you know, like, it'd be like, hey, you know, how big is Sly's cock? Oh, it was very big, you know. She'd answer anything. She didn't care. I tell you what I'll do, though. Um, oh, and I should also say she was uh, she was one of the founders of Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. She started her own wrestling league and was on there. She appeared on Glow many oh, times. That's right. I completely yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. So she was a businesswoman, a show business character, and uh, beautiful woman. Oh, when she was a, a young woman, she was a great beauty, and and uh, and like I said, she just had this great spirit about her. I loved her. Loved her. She created the Silver Foxes with Richard Simmons on many of the exercise videos that Richard Simmons put out for older people featured uh, Jackie Stallone doing the exercises in the room. So she was a character that was around and, uh, and doing lots of things. And she claimed she was the astrologer to Lady Di, King Hussein, the Economic Council of Japan. Was any of this true? Who the fuck knows? You know, well, the, uh, what kind of advice did she give them? advice they she told, all died didn't she they? told them to write a movie called rocky <laughs> <laughs> and so uh i'll give you a little clip this is uh jackie stallone and i'll have more clips for you tomorrow okay i didn't have time obviously to uh, you know I, I learned about this you couldn't before. pull it all together couldn't pull it all together but she deserves a tribute because she was one of the greats of our show and there was a period of years where she'd come in one of those people that would walk into the room and right away you were having fun. She was angry. She would say, you know, you, she'd start talking before she hit the microphone. That kind of guest. You know, yeah, listen, she, these, she would walk through the door talking. <laughs> had the, yeah, and had the foulest mouth. And, you know, we were on terrestrial radio that is regulated by the government. I would lecture her every time. You can't say fuck. You can't say shit. You're going to get a, we're gonna, They're going to remove our license. She did not care. She went in one ear and out the other. One in one ear and out the other. And, you know, she'd start, you'd hear her across the room going, listen, uh, you listen to your shitheads, I can't do that. that. Oh, hello, Howard. You know, like, <laughs> like so she was always in the middle of business, you know, a great character. I mean, I've often said to myself, I know Frank Stallone and I know Sylvester just a little. I mean, I don't know them off the air. I knew them from on the air. And I said, there's no two ways those boys can be normal. I mean, you cannot have a mother like that. The fact that, that Sylvester Stallone functions 
and, and Frank functions and they are in business and they, they, they function every day is a miracle. It is God's gift of a miracle to those boys. Because when you have a mother that crazy, like she'd walk in and she'd claim her dogs were psychic as well. And she was yeah. trying to really sell that idea that her dogs were psychic. Somehow it would work into something. But, you know, when you're around that kind of craziness to grow up and to be successful, very difficult. You know, even you, to be able to feed yourself. When does she have time for stuff like that? That's what I mean. I mean, the fact that Sylvester Stallone has had to take a fork and a knife and feed himself <laughs> is amazing. You know, let alone write all those great movies and have people working for him and have a family. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the things that bothered uh, Jackie Stallone was that her son Frank, who we loved, uh, Frank never got married, and that bothered her. And meanwhile, Frank, you know, listen. Frank wasn't interested in being married. End of sentence. Oh, that bothered Jackie so much. And, and, and even Frank. <laughs> and she had never been successful at marriage. No, like clearly Frank had seen his mother's relationships with men and said, this is not for me. I don't want to subject anybody to this kind of nonsense. But, you know, Jackie couldn't make the association that Jesus Christ, I couldn't get along with a man. We were fighting. I'm going to play this clip because it'll give you an idea. You can imagine this is on the radio. So what do you think a young Frank Stallone heard at home that made him turned off to marriage? Here she is. Jackie's on our show. Her her first husband, who she was divorced from, calls in during our show and just they she, they immediately immediately lit each other up. Here you go. <laughs> Chris, you never supported your kids. You never gave a goddamn. You are goddamn the biggest goddamn liar. Fuck you. Oh, whoa, whoa. oh Jackie. Whoa. Hey, Jackie. Biggest liar Wait, don't curse. Get this slob off the ground. Don't curse. <laughs> Now, wait a second. Why? <laughs> don't you ever talk to me again, you fucking creep. Well, use it. No, don't use the F word. I knew, I knew that. I and don't you say, no, you no, gave no. me no pleasure. Uh, God damn it, you couldn't right, even fuck. Right, wait, 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 Jackie. All right, I got to, wait a second, wait a second. You got to, wait a second, Jackie. I got to turn your microphone off for a minute. Compose yourself. No, compose yourself for a minute. Here's an old fashioned. No, 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 let me talk to him for a minute. Wait a second, you're going to lose our license here. Wait a second, Jackie. <laughs> well, you know Can what you imagine? Is. You couldn't even uh, fuck. You, I know you never gave me any pleasure. <laughs> the thing that I, the reason I hate regular radio, terrestrial radio, if we had been on Sirius back in those days, those two could have fought. Well, I wouldn't We'd have, have to sat keep, back. <laughs> I had to keep yelling, hold it, hold it, hold it, because you know the the we were under attack from the government for a bunch of reasons. They were just looking for an excuse to get us off the air. So that would have been it, because you know she was yelling fuck, and I had a delay. I have a delay button. And you can hit the delay button once or twice, and it'll work. But after that, you know, you, you can't build up. So I had a, you know, I didn't want to hang up on this great argument. But yet I knew the rules were, if if she keeps cursing, go to commercial. And, and I was just like, I cannot walk away from this moment. This is just too good. There was one point. I have one other clip. I'll play it. But tomorrow I'll play it more. Um, during that fight, he starts yelling, the husband, that, you know, she goes, you can't even fuck now. You know, he's in a proud Italian guy. He was like, <laughs> so he had to come back at her. And he said something about her, 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 her pussy was like a Genoa salami. Like, <laughs> you know, listen to this. This is it just an example. Best. What a it was team. The, it's the greatest fuck thing ever. Like, he didn't even want Sylvester. He tried to get me to have an abortion. Really? Yes, you did. And I pretended I got one. You were very surprised to find out I had a kid. 
Oh, is it, is surprise for you. Is that true, Mr. Stallone? Oh, geez. It geez. certainly geez. is. Geez. He used to bring Epsom salt and quinine <laughs> to the house every day and make me soak well, in the listen. tub, and I didn't You know what I'd like to do? You didn't want this kid, and you know it. You remind, remind me of an old crinkle of Genoa. What the hell do you think you look like? Life. Goodbye. Well, I guess you two aren't going to patch things up. <laughs> uh, I thought they were getting along so much better. <laughs> Are you kidding? He goes, wow. You're reminding me. You're reminding me. You were like an old crinkled up Genoa salami. <laughs> <laughs> those, two, those two were rough. <laughs> oh, my God. And you know you what know kills how me? You, in, if you're in um, marital counseling, they say you're not supposed to fight dirty. <laughs> These two never got that memo. Well, what kills me when I listen to that, it's like every minute I had to keep like hitting buttons and this is and what interrupting it, and yeah. interrupting and going, please, please, please don't use the F word. You know, and I'm like, I'm suddenly I'm the police. And it's just so great to be on satellite where you can just shut up and let people talk. Yeah. I'm so glad that we have it without the bleeps, yeah. you know, like we would have bleeped the hell out of it before too to replay it. Yeah. Yeah. Coming here was the best move to to just, you know, not have to worry about every minute going, hey, shut up, shut up, don't say anything, blah, 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 blah. Jackie, Jackie, Jackie. Jackie, 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 please, 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 please. So crazy. But rest in peace, that wonderful, crazy woman. Yeah, and she was like a slowly I turn. You know, all she had to do was hear his voice. And she went right there. I saw a clip of her on uh, the Big Brother show, and it was from years ago, Celebrity Big Brother, and um, Sylvester Stallone's ex-wife, that big, tall, blonde, Danish woman. Oh, Bridget Nielsen? Bridget Nielsen was on there, and I guess she was in there in the room, and they said, now we're bringing in somebody else, and they bring it, they march in Jackie Stallone, her (laughs) ex-mother-in-law, and Bridget Nielsen goes, oh, my God, Jackie Jackie, it's you. And she and Jackie Stillman, without missing a beat, looks at her and goes, that's right. My name's Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> but what a what, you know, there was this other fact I learned about her years ago that Charles Atlas, the the incredible bodybuilder who was a hero to Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, one of the originals, Charles Atlas. This is how crazy it is lived with Jackie Stallone's family growing up and trained the whole family. That's why Jackie was into working out and health and fitness and stuff. She grew so up. That's and, the thing that Sylvester learned. He learned yeah. to work out. But it's so weird. Charles Atlas lived in the house. I mean, that's such a Amazing. bizarre. You know who lived in my house? Nobody. Your mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who did <laughs> nothing. Nobody else came. <laughs> didn't turn and didn't turn me on to anything or, or nothing. I was like, so I, I think from the age of, Five, I began to realize nobody really gives a fuck what I do. I mean, I can just either I do something or I don't. It's up to me. But uh, I would have loved a Charles Atlas to mentor me and take an interest in uh, working out. That would have been awesome. But, hey, what are you going to do? You'd have to have a mother like Jackie to have that happen. Do you think you could have handled that? Well, I don't know that I could have. That's You know, (laughs) in all seriousness... To have a mother who is that flamboyant, obviously narcissistic, uh, I know the boys loved her dearly. Sylvester and Frank. Sylvester, when he made money, treated that woman like a queen. I mean, she wanted for nothing. He loved his mother. And even when she would come on our show and say some stuff, you know, 
Sylvester wanted to protect his image, wasn't thrilled that his mother would come on and say um, to her da- to his dad, you wanted to abort uh, Sylvester. Right. You put, you stuck me in a bath, a salt bath every night with quinine. <laughs> you know, like I mean, he well, didn't want that. Heard of that. You know, Sylvester's <laughs> at the top of his game. He's you know the king of show business. Every one of his He's movies, Rocky and Rambo, and Rambo at the same time, pretty amazing. <laughs> and uh, you know, he was not thrilled about that mother coming on. But you know what? I don't think he ever gave a shit for it because no. that mother to him was a queen. And I know Frank felt the same way and they loved that mother and they were fiercely protective, but they never tried to tell. First of all, she wouldn't listen to any of their bullshit. She wanted to come on the Howard Stern show. She was coming on and, uh, you know, but I never got word from Sylvester Stallone saying, Hey, don't have my mother on, please stop having her on or any kind of bullshit like that. He knew his mother was a character and, you know, I don't think it would have been easy, certainly for me, to be raised in that kind of craziness. I was raised in another kind of craziness. But to have a mother that flamboyant, or, you know, maybe you look at it, maybe it was fun. Maybe she was the kind of character made you love life and made you uh, fearless. I have no idea. I don't know. I would love to talk to those boys about that because, I mean, in a real way, off the air. You know what I mean? Like, no Hollywood <laughs> bullshit. What the fuck? What I mean, was it like? What yeah. was it like? Because uh, you don't know until you're in someone's shoes, but those boys did okay. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, rest in peace, uh, Jackie Stallone. I, I'd like tomorrow, I'll delay it a day, but I'll pull a couple of great clips from Jackie Stallone, and we'll celebrate her on the show, because each clip is funnier than the next. The we woman loved was- when she was coming on. And you know what? She was fantastic. Oh, my God. I When she'd walk in, I was just so happy. She, Here's you what, just start to smile. Yeah. Frank <laughs> Stallone wrote. says anything. Frank Stallone wrote of his mother. She was a remarkable woman working out every day, full of spunk and fearlessness. She died in her sleep as she had wished. It was oh. hard. It was hard not to like her. I agree. She was very eccentric and flamboyant person, and and that is uh, an understatement. To say but, the least. But to uh, Frank and Sylvester, I'm sorry for your loss, and I tell you something, uh, from my end, I loved her, man. One of the one of the all-time great guests on this show. She's, listen, she's our RBG. She's our Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of she's people don't know that. state where. <laughs> Lion State right here in my basement so we can all view her body. She was fantastic. When I read it, I got really sad. I, yeah. I, you know, I, you know. God. 98. She 98. almost made it to 100. She had a good run. She had a yeah. good run. Yep. All right. Um, let me take a couple of calls and then uh, we'll say hi to Kyle. We'll, Kyle's in Illinois. Um, you know, a lot of people are writing me quarantine questions. I'm going to get to those, too. Um, yeah, I had a question for you because it now looks like uh, we'll be in masks until the end of 2021 or something. I got plenty to say about that. Kyle, you're on the air. Hey, now. Hey, now. Howard, uh, I love the music talk lately. Um, I'm in my mid-20s, hey now. but I love classic rock, 70s best decade for music. So I got to ask you, who are the top three greatest rock bands of all time? And well, I know what you're going to say, so you should reconsider. 
Oh. Well, if you, you know what if you know what I'm going to say, then you must be into rumpology like Jackie <laughs> Stallone. Yeah, did he touch your butt? <laughs> uh, well, you're talking bands or are you including uh, like singular artists, people who were uh, solo artists? You just want to know bands. Uh, no, just Yep, just rock bands. Okay. Hmm. Well, this is a question I have thought about many times. In fact, I'll tell you what, I woke up about four o'clock this morning and I actually thought about this. It's kind of weird that you're calling, Kyle, because, um, you know, I'm really into music and it disappoints me that uh, I didn't concentrate uh, a little bit harder on uh, playing guitar, piano, that kind of stuff. But. I really thought about this a lot because I was watching, uh, Bruce Springsteen was talking. And Bruce is, I guess he's 70-something or 70 years old. So he's a little bit older. He's older than me. And he was talking about the impact of Elvis Presley. And he said, um, you know, I, I got a guitar when I saw Elvis Presley perform, but... Um, it didn't work out like I wasn't that into it and I didn't really learn how to play. And I put the, I wanted a guitar and then I kind of just, I got bored with it or whatever. But then when the Beatles, I guess hit Ed Sullivan or when the Beatles first came out with their album, he heard that album. He said he called, I think he said he called his sister. I guess he has a sister. And the sister said, he said, have you heard this group, the Beatles? Have you heard this? And then he went back and got the guitar and he took it seriously. And from that day forward, he became a musician. So whenever you say, what are the top three rock bands? Rock now. If you're talking overall singular artists, I could talk to you about James Brown. I could talk to you about a lot of different people who were important. But, it, you know, and, 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 and fuck all that bullshit with Buddy Holly and the crickets and all that crap. None of it mattered till the Beatles. Fuck Elvis, fuck crickets, <laughs> all that shit. Fuck crickets. <laughs> fuck those crickets. I tell you, I mean, those guys all had talent. They were all great in their own way and blah, 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 blah. But the Beatles, number one band of all time, rock band. They even go beyond the band. With, with the innovation, Sgt. Pepper's, Magical Mystery Tour. The, forget all those albums. If they had only put out Rubber Soul, if they had only put out... um uh, help you would have said oh my god that was the greatest band ever it, it's insane so if you're gonna you gotta as soon as you say top three you gotta eliminate one of the slots it's always the beatles forever the beatles it's only the beatles you 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 say inspired one the rolling stones looked at the beatles and went oh my god they're doing what we're doing but oh they they figured out how to break through. They So it's always the Beatles. There's no discussion. If you want to sit and argue it, you should really, you should really go off to Siberia because you're, you're a mutant. You don't even know what you're talking about. It's always the Beatles in any discussion. So already, Kyle, we've eliminated one of the slots. So you're so really asking two me. Left. Yes. Ah, so you're really asking me, who are the two oh. greatest bands of all time? <laughs> well, Howard, if I can ask really quick, um, Robin mentioned yesterday that they'd only released, what, 10 albums, I think. So they weren't around that long, really, you know, maybe 60 right. years, I think. Yeah, no, they 70. broke up. So, yeah. Right. So their impact was, I think, greatly limited. And even no. though they were super no, innovative, you have no obviously. Idea. Kyle, 
How old are you? Oh, I mean, I... <laughs> Uh, twenty six. Stop right. it. Okay, so their impact. You can't even. I can't even tell you their impact. They set off a revolution in clothing and uh, hair. They set off a political they took revolution. Over everything. Yeah. It, it, so the greatest right. band of all time is, are the Beatles, John, Paul, George, and Ringo. I don't think there's a a, a person on the planet. If you're you're, are you trying to disagree with me? Well, I'm just saying that. Yeah, their impact with fashion and culture, all that, you're not wrong at all. But musically, I mean, I think that there are better bands, just if we're looking at music. All right, so who's better? That's what I'm talking about. Well, if I were to guess your next two... Um, Don't guess my two. Tell, tell, me, tell me what tell your me three your bands three. are, <laughs> and then okay, I'll tell you I mine. Would say, okay, I would say Led Zeppelin... Um, okay. In no particular order, Led Zeppelin, um, Queen, I think, should absolutely be considered. And, um, you know, the third one is tough for me because I could say, I know I could be persuaded about the Beatles. Um, I can't ever really tell you the Rolling Stones. I really want to get your thoughts on them because I don't really get their music yet. And... uh all right. I would say Rush, even though okay. I know you hate them. All right, that's a dopey list. But you're a 26-year-old kid who knows nothing. I mean, you're living in Illinois, and, you know, you're, you're limited in your scope. I get it. What, 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 what's your story? How old are you again? 26? What do you do for a living? I'm a music teacher. Oh, this is a shame. Uh <laughs> I don't. This is why in Illinois these kids these kids are floundering they're the wrong way. Huh? They're being steered the wrong way. The music teacher thinks Rush is the greatest band of all time. All right, Kyle. You're breaking my heart. Yeah, you're breaking mine because you're teaching young people this kind of bullshit. And I got to tell you something. I'm one of those people that believes the arts should be uh, taught in school. You know, the first thing they cut from a budget is the music. The, the 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 you don't even see art classes anymore. Maybe in kindergarten they stop. Uh, but these are the most important classes. You know, of course, math and science and all this shit. But art is a language that has to be taught, so that kids learn how to interpret the world and see the world with different eyes. They call it artist eyes. Once your eyes are open to painting and drawing, it's like being on an acid trip. I could stare at a tree for two or three hours, and I've done it, like trying to figure out the actual composition of that tree so I can understand how to draw it. Now, if kid, for when kids miss out on that, it's a shame. When kids miss out on the beauty of music and understanding. Now, Kyle, I consider your job very important. One of the most important jobs, even though they cut the budgets first with music, but for you to teach kids that Rush is in the top three bands of all time, I really feel even in the discussion. I, I really feel I'm going to have to contact the school and have you removed because you're poisoning. You know, you're teaching them. You're teaching them mediocrity. You understand? So you I got don't, to. But... Well, listen. I'm telling you the truth. Rush is like number nine million. You're way off. <laughs> There's not even that many bands. But All right, so let's let's teach I, you now, so you can tell the kids today, and you tell them this is coming straight from Howard Stern, a professional absolutely. disc jockey. I worked uh, many many progressive radio stations and rock stations. Unlike you, he's heard all the music. That's right. 
Although well, a lot I of the music I, I didn't get to hear because Burkhard Abrams took out uh, a lot of the... Oh, uh, the stuff. <laughs> they, only, they only played the <laughs> they hit. eliminated a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Now, you brought up Queen. Queen, you know, we all love Queen. You saw the movie, Kyle, and now you're all charged up. And Freddie Mercury and Brian May are two extraordinary talents. But if you knew your rock history, you'd know that Brian May has frequently cited the Beatles as an inspiration for Queen. And of course it is. I mean, if you listen... Everybody has to cite them. Uh, and, and, and Brian specifically pointed out the White Album, which I, I, Kyle, your homework tonight is to go listen to the White Album 50 times. Uh, listen to, uh, Happiness is a Warm Gun, Dear Prudence. And, uh, and Brian May said, those two songs are blinding examples of how music can be like painting a picture on a canvas. In other words, it is so multi-layered. There's layers in painting and there's layers in music. And that's what Queen was all about. And who did they learn that from? Not the fucking Moody Blues, who I love. But they learned it from the Beatles. Who even brought up the Moody Blues? I'm giving you. They didn't learn it from Rush. I'm helping this guy. He's a teacher of children. How old are these children you teach? Uh, They're in middle school. Middle school? 11, yeah. 11, 11, 14. We got got to straighten you out. Idiot. Because that's a very important age. Do you teach these children on Zoom? Are you teaching them on Zoom or are you teaching them in person? We are doing both. So uh, I don't use Zoom, but I go five days a week with them, and half of the students are in person, and then the other half are at home and using sort of a hybrid option where we have to send work home uh, through paper, um, using the Internet, and keeping in touch with them like that. So, well, I'm concerned about uh, these children with a with a, a, a teacher like you. I feel I should zoom into your class and teach the kids about At who's the top three section, rock bands. Yes, this section of rock. Of course. Well, unfortunately, we haven't been able to discuss too much about rock. But when I do, I will certainly let you know. Yeah, I mean, don't call on me for that Mozart bullshit. There's I'm, uh, no bullshit in Mozart. Come uh, on. Each his own. Now, <laughs> let's finish this discussion, Kyle. So you've got the Beatles, not Rush, okay. not Queen, the Beatles. We're talking about the people who figured it all out. They started with nothing. In other words, Queen built on what the Beatles had. To build on mm-hmm. something is great. Don't get me wrong. But to invent something brand new, a whole like. When I invented radio, I invented something brand new. There was nobody to emulate. It was a wasteland. Mm-hmm. You understand? There was nothing happening. My, my imagination took me to places where, you know, thank God it was inspiration. The Beatles and then the second group, without a doubt, no argument, the Rolling Stones. Why? Because the Rolling Stones did something so unique. They built off of a blues foundation. And they created masterpieces. But the reason the Beatles are number one, even the Stones were inspired. Do you know the Beatles wrote the Stones' first hit? There was a rivalry between the two, but the Stones stepped up to the challenge. And they created masterpieces. Sympathy for the Devil. I mean, the hooks, the music of Keith Richards and Mick Jagger, staggering. 
I mean, I should play you some because you clearly don't know. He said he didn't understand I'm the not Rolling Stones. Right. So then you got to pick a third. You don't understand the Rolling Stones. What is there to understand? I mean, my God. Listen and learn. Listen. Listen to the drum. Listen to everything. He wants it painted black. Can you imagine? Have you ever heard the album Exile on Main Street? Have you listened to Exile on Main Street? I've never heard anything so brilliant. What about Memory Motel? You ever hear that song? I mean, uh, what, what, no, what, what, how can you be a music teacher you, and you don't you know? You haven't heard the music. Uh, give me, give well, me, um, I, I, I'm going to play you now. By the way, what, what qualifies you to teach music? I mean, how do, how do you how do you become a music teacher? I think well, I should be a music uh, You could. I mean, they don't necessarily ask for certification favorite rock band, but, uh, you know, you got to get certified as a... Uh, Educational uh, teacher first, and then you uh, learn the music. Who gave you? Who gave you well. your? Who gave you your certification? What school? Oh boy, you're gonna call them too. Uh, I went Where'd to you go? Military full sale? Full sale? Uh, no, I went to a uh, private liberal arts school, very small. What's the name of that school? Uh, They're hiding uh, now. Militant. <laughs> Militant school. M I L L I K I N. Millican School. Millican School. The Uni- university, yeah. <laughs> Holy mackerel. Never even so heard first of that. You, you got qualified to I'm teach. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Millican School. And then you got qualified to teach music? How does that happen? Uh, you, are you a musician? Well, Fred, dust off Exile on Main yes. Street. I need to uh, uh, rocks off. Get, get, give me, get, 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 please. I got to teach this guy quick. Wait a minute. He's a musician. What do you play? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I started on guitar, but I sing. I mean, that's my primary instrument because that's what I teach. And I play piano as well because that's what's used in a choir. All right, so, sing me your favorite song. A... Let me hear you sing. Oh, me... the shark, babe. Well, this is going to be Bobby Darren. So not Go ahead. Exactly I know what you're thing. singing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you call it? The shark song. And show them pearl white, just a jackknife, as old Maggie Heap, babe. All right. Put back the stones. Down. Enough of that. You're upsetting <laughs> okay, me. Please Go ahead. do that. Yeah. I can't believe I sang on the Howard Stern Show. Thank you. Coming at you, WNBC, the Rolling Stones. Listen to this. What, what, what am I going to say?
Here, I'll give you a no-brainer if you can't comprehend this. But play Jumpin' Jack Flash. I mean, the live version. Well, any version. I don't care. Listen to the riff. Listen to the rhythm. Listen to the sexiness. Listen to Jagger's voice. Listen to the... Listen the, to the words of some of yeah. these songs. They're amazing. Now, Kyle, I'm going to tell you, and I don't mean this with disrespect, maybe you should think about becoming an accountant. Not a music teacher. Or a gym teacher. I don't know which. Gym teacher. You should teach the gym class. <laughs> hey, Coming I, at I, you, I WNBC, Jumpin' Jack Flash, the Rolling Stones. me the chills. Do you have the chills, Kyle? Well, Howard, I understand. I said, do you have the chills? I just asked a question. Do you have the chills? (laughs) Yes, I do have the chills. All right. That's what you want. What about now? I can't get no satisfaction. Brilliant. All of them. Yes. Brilliant. Now, Kyle, I'm reading up on your school. According to Forbes magazine, Millican University is number 620 on their list of top colleges. Uh, how many colleges are there? There's only 600 colleges. I don't even understand how. <laughs> well, again, there's a lot of... Play uh, rocks so. off from Exile on Main Street. Thank you. Um, so, Kyle, now it comes down to what are you going to tell the kids is the third. You've got the Stones and you've got the Beatles. That was easy. Now you got a hard time, mm-hmm. you know. Do you go to... Jimi Hendrix uh, experience. Do you go to the Who? Pete Townsend, one of the best songwriters ever in the history of the planet. I mean, I'm talking about pure songwriting. Do you go to Led Zeppelin, which you mentioned? That, uh, you know. Oh, thank you. Oh. Anyway, look. Now you got to go to uh, the third band. The answer is going you to be. Play this one already. I know. Play. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of uh, what else. You, anything from Exile on Main Street. I don't care. Pick any song off there. That's what I'm talking about. It's crazy. Oh, Tumbling dice. Play the whole album. <laughs> I'm gonna you come punish. home and listen to this Dude. after the White Album 50 times. Anyway, okay, so you got the you got the Stones and you got the Beatles and the, you got to look at the body of work. You got to look at the, the like the millions of songs they wrote that were awesome that people know by and heart. And then the influence they had. And now we get to number three. And that's a tough one because there's so many great bands and so much in the history of music, you know. It's unbelievable when you when you yeah, look. Out of this tree comes what next? But I'm going to to say Led Zeppelin is the number three greatest band of all time. Again, because of when they came about, the body of music, 
Uh, like I said, if you listen to Led Zeppelin, the second album, any song on there is mind-blowing. There are songs on there that never became hits because there were too many hits on the, on that. But you go through the whole album. L- l- these riffs that Jimmy Page came up with, John Bonzo Bonham on drums, and Robert Plant's vocals were insane. And you have to think of what happened to music after this. That's right. Music changed. Fred, jump around, like, uh, give me, and then go to another song. If I say to you tomorrow, and by the way, there'd be no ACDC without Led Zeppelin. There, You know, again, you got to look at the entire history of music. Now, uh, this is exciting, Kyle, because uh, the dean of your college, the dean... <laughs> Of uh, Millican College wants to. He should, she's somewhat disappointed in you and your choices. Um, yes, Dean, how are you? Yes. Yes. Uh, Dean, um, I, I see your college is ranked number six twenty in the uh, United States. Yes, sir. Yeah, and this Kyle. What do you think of him? What kind of graduate is he? <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> you remember him. <laughs> right. Is this guy? Is this guy one of your worst students? <laughs> yes, of course, Dean. And Dean, thank you, uh, the Dean of Millican College. Any last words? Yes. All right, there she is. That's the Dean. Wow. No wonder I've never heard of that school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dean sounds like maybe some COVID uh, kicking in. 